Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, I'm Pastor Kamisha, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the word, Layla, can you open us up in prayer? Yes. Lord, I just thank you for this ministry, Lord, and for giving us the opportunity to be ambassadors in your name, Lord, to preach the good news to the creatures under heaven, Lord, and just to represent you, God. And I thank you for our partners and our listeners, Lord, that you're blessing them and that you're keeping them, Lord, and that the wicked one touches them not, Lord, that you have that hedge of protection around them and their children and their property and anything that they have, Lord, and that you bless the works of their hands, God. And I thank you for your word and your abounding grace and your abounding mercy, Lord, and that the love that you show towards us, God, that free gift that you give us, Lord, the salvation, the gift of your only begotten son, Lord, and that you place us as equals with him, God, and that you see us as the as though you see your son lord in jesus name amen jesus name amen amen well good morning and welcome everybody we're uh continuing our study in romans and we are officially in chapter six mm-hmm. we are going to go over the same 10 verses chapter six first 10 verses and where you have more that the lord wants to share and say through everyone here so um, could I get a volunteer to read in chapter 6, the first 10 verses, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may be abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us were baptized into Christ, Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So, as we were going through this, right, we were pointing out how Paul... Again, this is the identifying with Christ chapter, right? And this begins with acknowledging or being baptized into Christ, right? I'll give you yet another scripture. It's in Galatians 3, starting in verse 26, right? You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of, of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, 
then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Notice how each time Paul addresses this, it begins with identifying with baptism into Christ. Right? So in other words, with baptism, as we pointed out previously, that there's death, burial, and resurrection, right? And as Jesus pointed out, unless a seed falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it goes into the ground and it dies, it will bear much fruit, right? Yes. Yes. So just kind of a quick recap. And now I want to, we, do, we are going to open it up to everybody, but honey, you had something that you wanted to share about this section of scripture. So I first want to turn the floor over to you. And then after um, after you, honey, it'll be open for everyone else to share what the Holy Spirit's saying and ministering and to ask any questions that you have. All right? Okay. Yes, Please. Dad. Um, Dean, do you remember what you what you what your question was of how do we walk this out? Yes. Can you ex- express it again? Well, the... the um We are still in, um, as some say, words are difficult to express, but as some say, we're still a spiritual being in a fleshly body mm-hmm. is the best way to describe it. We are now spiritual beings. As we accepted Christ, we were, we were baptized into his death mm-hmm. and raised in resurrection. So we are no longer a physical being. We are now a spiritual being. We have new spiritual life. We are fully alive in the spirit realm and as a spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, joint heirs with Christ is him in nature and all of that, which is kind of craziness. Yet as we go through our lives, we, um, uh, you know, I mean, for me, like, I mean, it, traffic's a tough one for me sometimes. Right. And so, um, you know, am, is my heart towards the person who just cut me off, which really didn't mean anything. Right. I mean, I, 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 I got ready to leave the house. I said, I looked at the GPS. It says I need, um, 30 minutes travel time. I leave the house with 35 minutes to spare, so I'll be early where I'm going. And somebody cutting me off doesn't change that. It just it it, it triggers the flesh. How dare they? You know, I, I think I've shared this before. You know, that's my one of my things I don't like. That Mister Indignant who pops up in me. You know, how <laughs> dare you cut me off? Who do you think you are? Of course, mm-hmm. in saying that, I'm saying who do I think I am? Right? I mean, mm-hmm. so those moments when that that happens, the the desire to be fully led by the Holy Spirit in every moment of everything and the, the things that I've allowed in my life, the, the, uh, uh, the things of the lack of maturity yet in that, all those things. Mm-hmm. That's, that's more like, I mean, how do I live it out to be fully present in, as the spiritual man all the time mm-hmm. and experiencing that? Does that Amen. help better? Yes, it does. It, does make, it makes very perfect sense. It's very clear. Um, was that the perfect segue where you want to go? Yes, <laughs> yes, it works, it yes. works perfectly. Thank you. Um, you know, oftentimes when we look at the word of God and we try to figure out how do I do all these things, it can become daunting and it can be, um, or it can seem daunting. I'll say it like that. And it can feel like, well, where do I begin? What do I, how do I start? What things are okay? Which ones are not? And, 
you know, we, we were talking in the previous podcast that about Jesus being tempted in all points like we were, but was yet without sin. So in order to find out how we do this, since he is the only one who's ever perfectly accomplished it, we have to look at him and he is our pattern example. He's the measuring stick mm-hmm. by which we measure ourselves to see if we are adding up, if we meet the standard that God has. So I was, as you were talking, the Lord was ministering to me about, um, some things and actually things I hadn't fully considered in this way in my, my previous time with the Lord. Um, we are to be imitators of God as dear dear children. Right. And when, in the earlier chapters of Romans, when it talked about Abraham being in the presence of God, speaking in the same manner that God spoke with saying that our God is the one who calls those things that be not as though they were. And Abraham did the same thing by changing his name from Abram to Abraham and declaring what God said about him. Um, the Holy Spirit ministered to me that Jesus had an extreme focus and sense of his oneness with the father, which kept him sowing to the spirit rather than the flesh. He carried in himself a, a, an awareness, a knowledge, and a commitment to his oneness with the father. And you'll see Paul, as he matures in his walk with the Lord, like all of his writings, he didn't write as the, the most mature believer there ever was. He started and he went through a process just like we do. And he mentions that he carries within his body the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. So he doesn't forget. So that was ever alive in his mind and in his memory. So when he went about his day, he remembered Jesus died for me. And, and when it came to facing things like sin or something of that nature or um, lacking self-control or something like that, he would remember Jesus was crucified for me and I'm walking in what he's paid for. I'm walking in the result of the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It was alive to him. And when we look at the word, Paul is a, a brother in Christ, but he's not our example. He's not the example that we should live by. We look at the victories that he's won and we can learn and we hear what God has ministered through him. But Paul's life is not who we should pattern ourselves after because he's a fellow servant just like we are. But if we look at unto Jesus, the author and finisher, Paul is not the author and finisher. And I love and I respect our brother in faith, our brother in Christ, the apostle Paul. He's not the epitome. He has good examples, but he only got it from Jesus Christ. So let's go straight to the source. Right. And that's who, in fact, is speaking through Paul. Um, But Jesus carried around in him, not an image of his death, burial and resurrection, but his oneness with God. And that led him and it guided him throughout his time on the earth. And that trained and honed and tapered his focus to be more present with God than he was connected to his natural body where he had to preserve it and save it. And we, we referenced, um, in yesterday's podcast that in the garden, Jesus had to subdue his flesh, even though it was crying out and not doing anything wrong. God gave us a sense of self preservation. He put that in us inherently so that we don't die prematurely that we don't do things to kill ourselves like the body if someone holds their breath to try to 
create harm to the body, the body will knock them unconscious and start to breathe on its own because the consciousness is not doing its job. The body is should be, it's made to live and only does it die because of sin nature. So Jesus's body sweating and wanting to run from what God called him to do in and of itself wasn't a uh, wanting to run from pain. I'll say that it wasn't the body wanting to run away from the pain that it knew was coming was not inherently wrong. It was designed to do that. However, Jesus had to subdue it because that desire to run away positioned him in opposition to the will of God and fulfilling the plan that God and the command that God gave him. Right. Does that, that make sense? Yes. So he had to bring that under subjection. And what helped him to be able to do that was his love for God, but his knowledge that they're one. How can you know that you're one with someone and openly betray them? Makes it a lot harder. But when you can put them behind your back and go, I don't have to look at you. I'm not thinking of you. It makes it much easier. So for us as believers, and, and this is something that I'm, I'm actually really excited to go dig into with Father God is, and, and listen to Messiah on this is, if I want to walk in a closer walk with you, Jesus, should I be caring about in myself an, an awareness of my oneness with you? I'm one with Jesus. He invited us to that, that, that we are one in him and he's one with the Father and therefore now we're all one. What does that do to my life? How does that change where I'm going, how I think about things, where my focus is? And I... It's burning on the inside of me as we're talking. And I'm like, oh, Lord, (laughs) there's some places that I've been looking to go with you, God, that I felt that there was a a hindrance to me. Like, I can't get over this little thing right here. What is this? And now when he's opened this up to go, you're not aware enough. He says, no, I gave you this already. I this is my prayer. I gave you this. That we would know exactly that we are one. And so that's something that I've read and I've thought about, and it's just kind of flown over my head. But today, hallelujah, is sticking. I'm one with Jesus Christ. I'm one with him. Not just in a, a far off down the road, we're, we're going to meet up in heaven again. And Dean, you've referenced this at times. It, it's not that, but I'm, I'm one with you. Just like when you were in the earth, you knew that you were one with the Father. And, and sweetheart, you mentioned, uh, it's probably a, a earlier in the week, um, in the week's episodes for the the podcast mm-hmm. of him carrying with him a sense of I'm in the garden. I have all the exactly. provision that father needs um, that father has provided me. It's complete. All I need to do is tap in so I can keep. And, and it wasn't even a tap in because tapping in denotes that you were tapped out. So he was always mm-hmm. in. So he always was divinely aware of what he had because of his oneness with the father. All that the father has are mine. And he talks about, and this is what Jesus was saying in John chapter 16, when he was referencing the Holy Spirit coming into the earth. Let me, let me grab that real quick so I can read it. John 16 and I'll start in verse 13. It says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine, what is mine, and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. 
Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. A little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me because I go to the father. So that right there, that harnessing, that, that living in the okay. understanding, the knowledge, the truth, the awareness and of our place in him, that we are one with Jesus. So if all that the father has belongs to Jesus and I'm one with him, then all that Jesus has is mine. And Jesus has all that the father has. So all that the father has is mine. That's why he said he'll never leave us or forsake us. So making that the meditation, I'm one with you, God. Hallelujah. I'm one with you, Jesus Christ. Can, can we build on that for a second? Yes, go ahead, baby. In chapter 17, John 17, right? Okay. He says, Father, I desire they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am. Amen. That they may behold my glory where you have given me, for you love me before the foundation of the world. Right? And, and, and I bring that up because, yes, it is also discussing a future time. But what does Paul also write in his epistles? We are seated in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And, and, and this was something that we were discussing, right, with Dean? So there's this future thing. But what does that look like now? Right, and Paul writes some, in addition to that, right, he writes some very difficult sayings, right? We have the mind of Christ. Like we have it now. Yes, we're also going to have it and understand it in full and with the full length and breadth and depth and width that the Lord knows and understands things, well, especially when we are in our glorified state. But we also have it now. These things are available to us now, right? Why? Let's bring it back to Romans 6. We have been united together. Amen. There it is. We're one with him. And yes, it says, in the likeness of his death, which Paul carried, but there's, he's still talking about oneness with the Father. Yes, we're made in his likeness, and, and we'll find out here in, in chapter 8, right, the life in the spirit chapter, and also his image, and be conformed to his image. We're made in the likeness of our Father, and Amen. made in his image. Th those are two different things. Likeness and image is two different things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's not just appearance. It's also the substance. Mm -hmm. The character, the nature, the attributes. Mm -hmm. All rolled into one. Does everybody understand that? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot. And it's, yes. that's and I, deep. I wanted to say one more thing. And, you know, to answer, going back to the initial question, Dean, why did I answer with that? Starting with an awareness that we're one with Jesus Christ and we're one with the Father and letting that be the presiding voice and dominant thought or presence that's in us that we know that we are one with him is because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Ha ha. Hallelujah. So we become the result of the things that we meditate on. So if we're meditating on the fact that we're one with him, what is bound to flow out of us? Your oneness with him. Is the life of God. Exactly. Through the Holy Spirit. The, the manifestation of what that means to be one with the Father. God, Jesus wasn't sitting around itemizing, check, 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 check. But as a result 
of him being one and ever meditating on that and aware and present with God, it came out of him checking all those boxes. Mm-hmm. The word flowed out of him. The obedience flowed out of him because God is not going to source something in him that was contrary, that would produce contrary actions. Does that make sense? Yes. So everything that we do starts internally and then it goes externally. Especially when the Lord says, they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. So while you may be able to keep a kettle, a lid on the pot, you know, the, the pressure cooker for a while, eventually what's in it comes out, right? Once yes. the lid gets jostled to the side just a little bit, eventually the top will come off and what's in you will come out. Well, the same is true whether there's good, good in there or there's evil, not good in there, right? So if, if that works when the talking about the not good, of course it's going to work coming from the good. So our walk with Jesus starts on the inside and comes outward, right? Yes. So why would anything yes. else be any different? So that's why I answered the question in that way, because once we get that determination in, our, in ourselves, the meditation of our minds and our hearts will produce the actions that please God. And I would um, suggest that um, many, if not all those that are listening, um, would be... Um, trying to think of the right way to say it um well i'll say i know what's true for myself and i doubt it's not uh the same for many others it's when i suppress his voice mm-hmm. his leading his command that i i destroy that bridge to build that on and um and he loves me but he honors my free will as well does. too and so there's ultimately if we really want to be honest, we have to look in the mirror. Absolutely. Was it a question of the Holy Spirit wasn't speaking to me today, or was it a question of I didn't really want to hear what he had to say? Mm. You know, in its fullness. I mean, maybe, <laughs> I, may, maybe I'm there 75% of the time. Maybe I'm there 50% of the time. Maybe I'm there 25% of the time. Who knows? But uh, each of us have to look at that ourselves. But mm-hmm. um, if we're not getting it, right, what, what they say, if you're um, – if your crop isn't producing the harvest you want, look at the seed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm putting in the seed that is nurturing my relationship with the Holy Spirit, or I'm putting in the seed that's nurturing my relationship with the world. And, and, and I'd love to say that I've got it all hammered out, <laughs> but I don't. And I know if I'm honest with myself, uh, more often than I wish I was, I'm nurturing that relationship with the world. So I mean, I kind of knew the answer already anyway. Sure. But it is But it's a different level again, of understanding. And, and we talked about the last time that, that this is why this community, and you pick whatever community you want, it's so important to be involved with so people can encourage you and lead you on and inspire you. Uh, John, we were talking a few days ago about competition and what I, my view of competition mm-hmm. is. And competition is never to raise myself up and put somebody else down. Competition is for me to desire to be better and using you as an example and what you've learned from that I glean and use to make myself better than you and in turn use that so that you can glean from me to bring yourself up. And it's a constant exactly. us going up together, 
right? In fact, I just saw it, I just, like, in a, just that minute in mind's eye. It's like us climbing a precipice together with our goal is to reach the top. And I, I put in a clevis in the rock, I beat it in, and I hook my rope and I pull myself up on it. And it may be you climb up to me and then you stand on my shoulders to hammer the next clevis. And then you pull that one in and pull yourself up. And I climb up on your back and hammer the next clevis in. And together, with a little struggle and a little toil, but for a wonderful reward, we find ourselves on that precipice. That's it. That wonderful mountaintop, that mm-hmm. beautiful view. And whoever's holy, getting to the top is pulling up the next with, person with God. to be aligned with them and, and equal with them. Yes. Right. So, but it's about reaching the top. It, but that's a whole different view of competition, as a, uh, I'll say, in relation to the world, where it's, I have to get ahead at all costs. Yes, and, yes. and push you down so that I can be on top. Yeah, and I'm just trying to stay on the positive side of it. Yeah, right? absolutely. That why it's so important to be in a tight community of like-minded believers who can help you grow and encourage. And that's what this is supposed to be. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's and what this pro- podcast is supposed to be. This is, the, this is not a Bible study that's got it perfect. It's not a Bible study that's got all the answers. It's a Bible study that's an example that we, we go through God's Word together. We flesh that out, and that's a worldly term, but it's so appropriate, right? We, because we're fleshing out ourselves. We're getting the flesh out of ourselves mm-hmm. as we immerse into God's Word, and we, we use each other also because the Holy Spirit does speak through the body, right? And so that's, that's where we find it, and that's where we find our comfort and our support and all the other things. And if you're not involved in a community of brothers and sisters who can help you with that, please seek that out. We'll help you. Reach out to the ministry. Absolutely. What, whatever it takes, don't. Don't release it, but you need it, and that's mm-hmm. that's how we do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, whatever body that you mm-hmm. you sync up with, make sure they are teaching the truth of God's <laughs> word. Make sure it's the truth, please. Yes. <laughs> and it honors God and what they're doing because, you know, people agreeing together to manipulate the word is is not going to help you. But people agreeing together to yield themselves to the Holy Spirit to speak the truth in love. And to honor God in their life and study of the word and the application of it in the ministry, whatever it is that God gives them, that's a good place to be. And be where yes. God tells you to go. And if you're not sure, check with the Holy Spirit. That's right. Check with the Lord. He will reveal the answer to you. Mm-hmm. He will make it known in a number of different ways, if that's what it takes for you to get the message. Mm-hmm. He's our Heavenly Father. You're His child. He knows how to communicate with you. He knows how to Ensure that you get the message mm-hmm. and you have the opportunity to do with what you will with it, mm-hmm. with the information that he provides. If you'll accept it and receive it or reject it, I encourage you to receive it. I encourage you to move forward in the things that he's talking to you, mm-hmm. that he's ministering to you. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you, start meditating on the fact that you're one with Jesus Christ. Amen. Start meditating on it. And and watch, and you'll see the actions begin to change. You can't change the actions without him. But if you want a lasting, a lasting change to your life, you want to begin to subconsciously do the things that please God. And that it starts to just flow out of you. Start meditating on the fact that you're one with him and how much he loves you. Hallelujah. Just meditate on those things and say them to yourself over and over. Think about them. Ponder them. Discuss it with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And and keep growing in that and watch how you change the things that are happening, the things that are being done by you. You'll see that they'll change. 
because God is faithful. His word always produces what it's supposed to. You know, sometimes I think things like that can sound daunting to people. And I, I think it was Charles Stanley I heard say this the first time, but I'm not really sure. But, um, you know, so many people talk about paying the price or counting the cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, we actually reap the rewards mm-hmm. for successful behaviors. We pay the cost for non-productive behaviors. Absolutely. So not taking time to meditate, not taking time to to sow into the spirit, not taking time to spend into the word where we think that's costing us too much. It's, it's not, it's actually costing us when we don't do it. Mm-hmm. Amen. We're getting rewarded in abundance, overflowing, amazing, unbelievable when we pour into it. Absolutely. And, and the apostle Peter says something very similar, right? If you're doing these things, if you're pursuing Christ, right. And in all the fullness, I'm going to paraphrase it with that, Right. You will neither be unprofitable or unfruitful in the kingdom. And it goes exactly what you said, Dean. It's, it's a great point. But also it gives us is a built-in opportunity there to acknowledge every way in which the Lord is blessing us, providing for us, maturing us as we go about our day. And that's just more and more reasons to be thankful and to praise him for who he is and what he's doing mm-hmm. and it's, and to acknowledge what he's doing in our lives. Yeah. And we, we've said doing a lot the last couple of um, podcasts, even in this moment now we're saying doing yes. a lot and we've talked about things that you can be doing. And certainly um, if there's no action, it mm-hmm. may, kind of makes you wonder what somebody's talking about, but it's more about a way of being, Amen. Even what Kamisha was saying about, you know, we, we are one with Christ and meditating on that. That's not something we're saying that you should do. It's something to look at your mindset so that your mindset becomes, I, in a way, a being. I am. Exactly. I'm not doing. I am one with Christ. Mm-hmm. And so look at your way of being and your obedience to listen to the Holy Spirit. And then he'll guide you in what you're supposed to be doing. Amen. Yeah, we're not trying to tell you what you should be doing. No, let him do it. Yeah, what yeah, did, yeah. What? Yeah, I, I what know y'all mean. I just don't know do. that. You know, sometimes people hear things. I understand, brother. And I appreciate you use the word that. Doing a lot. It's not about doing. It's about being. Amen. We are human beings, right? Exactly. Yes. So. Amen. There's a lot in in there today. So, I want to leave everybody with that. Right. Let us or I'll say it in this, renew your mind by allowing the Lord to minister to you about your oneness with him. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. If, if you feel the Lord is pressing upon your heart to participate in this ministry in any kind of way, please feel free to uh, reach out to us. Send us an email at a day of prayer at yahoo.com and we want to help get you plugged in and connected and we want you to have whatever it is that God has designed and Mm -hmm. desires for you to have at this time in your life. So whatever he's speaking to you to do concerning a day of prayer, please, by all means do so and feel free to, um, and contribute in whatever way that God says to you, be a part in whatever way that God says to you, connect with us in whatever way that God says to you. And we appreciate that. We want you to have God's best and we know that God will be faithful to who he already is is and already said he is so 
don't hesitate. Reach out to us. Let us know if that's something that God is putting on your heart because we want to hear from you. Amen. Amen. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> All right, honey. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you for this, this blessed time that we've had in your presence. We thank you for newness and awakening new streams and seasons of life on the inside of us because you are a good God. And we just cast your cares on you, Jesus, knowing that you are faithful to perfect the things that you have started in us. You're able to bring it to pass. And it's your good pleasure um, that we walk in. It's your good pleasure to give us the kingdom and to see to it that we, we honor you and we bless you in everything that we're doing. So we know we don't have to do anything in our own strength or of our own volition, but it is you working in us to will and to do your good pleasure in the earth. And we just glorify you. We thank you. We honor you, God. And I just, I just decree and declare blessing upon the people that you've, um, you're bringing into this ministry. And we decree and declare the blessing on the people that are listening to this podcast, wherever they are. Your arm is not short, God, and you are not um, unfaithful to forget their labors of love. And we just thank you, God, for ministering to them, deep blessing God, making them well acquainted with your tender mercies and your loving kindness so that they see and know that you are good and that you are God and that you love them, Lord God. Make them keenly aware and acutely aware of their oneness with you, Jesus Christ, and your love for them, Father God, and that there's nothing too hard for you and nothing that you wouldn't do for your people who love you, your children to save them, set them free and deliver them, God, as well as provide for them. We thank you for their provisions. We thank you for their households and their families, God. We bind the enemy in the name of Jesus and we cast them out right now in Jesus' name. And we just loose you, Holy Spirit, to be there all in all. We loose you, Holy Spirit, to correct everything that's out of alignment. Fix what's wrong with them, God, and for them, Lord. And give them extreme, deep, and intense, and immense favor, not only from you, Father God, but with the people around them. And cause everything that they set their hands to to prosper. In your name, Lord Jesus, we just bless you. We thank you for safekeeping, safe travels, and safe journeys for them all. Uh, health and healing we release to their body. The anointing that destroys the yoke, we just release upon them right now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.